I am an insane sexual shadow witch. exercise ball. Let us bounce into a new reality, another dimension. Grab me by the ass. Spread me open from behind. There is no gravity on the inside. Float. Then get mad at me. Shove my face down hard like you're furious, but too in love to leave me. Transmute sacred rage into divine sexuality, totality. It feels so good, I almost can't take it. You pull out and press your face in, licking strawberry cream filling for dessert. I am sex magic. I am sex magic. And loving me is ritual that bestows blessings. The new earth will spring from the womb. Fuck the big bang, I'm talking about the boom that ripples and rumbles when these nipples get hard. Drool, tongues laid out like pancakes. Dominia, Dominia, created an earthquake of digesting. This Love. Welcome to Horror Pod. Let's talk about pleasure. I fucking love to be pleased. I know I deserve to be pleased. I know that my skin deserves softness. And I know sometimes my skin aches for rough. Aches for passion to be grabbed, to be held to be licked, to be sucked on. I deserve all of this pleasure. Even if sex started out as something scary to me, I now know it is here to please me and that there is not one thing fucking wrong with that because I deserve it. Everyone deserves to be sexually pleased with consent. 
I don't let a partner touch me unless they are eager to devour me. I don't let a partner get close to me unless they are fully conscious and consenting to pleasure my body and to enjoy pleasuring me as an act of service to a god. Now, I know that's going to sound scary to some people, but you deserve it. It's part of healing the feminine to receive pleasure, to give pleasure, and to receive pleasure. No matter the gender you are, no matter the sort of relationship you're in or the non-existing relationship you're in, to heal the divine feminine, we must surrender to pleasure. The masculine structure we've been living in, the patriarchal society we've been living in, the American culture is not based on pleasure. Now, some people might think it is because we spend a lot of time on entertainment or alcohol or movies, but to me, that isn't, the, isn't true pleasure. That's distraction. It's distraction from spending 40 hours of our week grinding. It's distraction from our own God within us. I believe the gods are waking up right now, and I believe if you are a god, which means being an autonomous being, a creator of your own reality, and part of this wild collective, this galactic collective, I believe it is our duty to please each other's bodies right now with consent and receive pleasure. And if we don't have a partner, then breaking down some of these barriers and walls within ourselves, so we can surrender so deeply into our own body and please ourselves. Beyond masturbation, we need to know exactly what makes us feel amazing. What foods align with us? What blankets feel good on our skin? How our body likes to dance or move or get sun? We haven't made our pleasure a priority. And even if you are in a relationship, I feel like it's a gift to ourselves to even step away from the relationship not focus so much on pleasing the other person or receiving pleasure in your relationship, especially if it's something you're worried about or looping on, step away from that and give your body its own sweetness. It really feels to me like, especially in America, there's an epidemic of sweetness. And what I mean by that is, we're craving sweets. We're physically craving sugar. We're physically craving 
and having this addiction to a poison to sugar which is poison to us and I fucking love it so I'm not judging anyone it's one of my worst addictions and I believe I'm so addicted to sugar because I grew up without sweetness I grew up without being nurtured or held or loved or told I was beautiful or pretty or smart I remember one time I went and had one of my first sleepovers at like a normal kid's house. You know, my parents would get fucked up and all the kids would play together and we would all like crash together and it was fun. And I always thought it was like a slumber party, but really everyone was just, our parents were just on drugs. But I think in the fifth grade or the fourth grade, I went to a friend's house And they lived on a little farm, and she had both of her parents there. And at night, her mom tucked us in and made us our bed, and I didn't come with any pajamas. So she put pajamas, or she, like, gave me pajamas so I can put them on myself. And I just remember feeling, like, such cozy sweetness in those pajamas, something I wasn't used to feeling at home because nobody was even washing our clothes. So to have fresh pajamas on and then she came in and tucked us in, this girl's mom, and she gave me a really big hug, put the cover on me and, you know, tucked it in the sides of my body and gave me a kiss on the head and said, we're so happy you came today. We're so happy you came and you played and you enjoyed yourself. And I was like, what the fuck is this foreign sweetness? And my case is pretty dramatic in a way, pretty extreme of lacking sweetness. But I think a lot of us were taught to not prioritize our own pleasure and our own sweetness, that we had to be tough or successful or beautiful or skinny or whatever the outside thing was instead of, here, let me hold you and let me make you feel really good. Instead of allowing our bodies to feel soft, a lot of feminines were told to lose weight or to get stronger to have more bone, to be less, to be smaller. So we didn't necessarily get to feel even the soft suppleness of our own bodies or to be held by the feminine when we are young. No matter what gender we are, it's important to be held in feminine energy when you're young, not just when you're young. I also want to say everyone deserves that right now. You deserve to be held in the divine feminine protection, sweet energy. Even men can be this divine feminine, sweet energy. I got a message lately uh, the other night about from um, someone writing in about Horpod, and they're like, you talk a lot about sex and creation, but can gay couples have this like creation energy too, even though they can't uh, like biologically create a baby and I'm like uh yes I'm never directly speaking on heteronormative relationships 
or genders. And I'm so sorry if it sounds like that sometimes. And let's talk about it deeper. But what I want to say is a gay couple, two men, both men can tap into their divine feminine and hold each other. This really isn't gender. This is energy flow. And there's nothing wrong with masculine. But I think a lot of us are deprived from this divine feminine flow energy. When we feel disconnected from the feminine flow, our body starts physically craving sugar or sweet things to distract us or fill us up. If someone's struggling with diabetes or insulin resistance, or just has a real hankering sweet tooth, I can feel their sadness. People's emotions are displayed in our bodies. If we're not receiving pleasure and praise, praise is part of pleasure. So if you want to work on pleasuring yourself or your partner, praise. Praise your own body. Praise your partner's body. Tell them what's magnificent within their structure, within their energetic structure. To praise is to please. It can be mantra. It can be ritual. But our body reflects what we're lacking. And for me, I didn't feel like I was good enough to be pleased. So I would hide sugar and I would seek out candy as a little kid and I would steal candy when we went into the grocery store we'd walk through the aisles and they had these I have no idea why they have these and expect me not to steal from them even as an adult I like have this urge to like take candy but they have those like bulk candy things and you can put 25 cents in and then take a candy, and it's just kind of based on trust, well, I would fill my pockets, and I couldn't get enough. And I just started stealing more and more candy wherever I could. Like, if my parents bought candy, and I remember the next-door neighbor kids, uh, I lived in a duplex at one point, and they had a bunch of candy at their house, and we would all just get left home alone as kids, like a bunch of us on this block, this cul-de-sac. And we, I would go into their house and steal all their candy. <laughs> Even as like a nine-year-old, I felt so fat and ashamed of it. But I needed that like hit of sweetness. That hit of like, it's okay, you can feel good right now. Because nothing else was giving me that sense of being held. And the sugar held me. In a way, like a a deep addiction can hold people. At one point, I was stealing so much candy. This is so embarrassing. I don't know if I've ever told anybody this out loud. But I was stealing so much candy that I was taking it into the bathroom at our house because I had no sense of privacy anywhere. And you know how you can like lift up the thing above the toilet and there's like water there 
well, I didn't know where to like hide the wrappers because if I put them in the trash, my mom would see it and I wouldn't save the candy. I would eat it right away. And part of this also, we weren't getting enough food and I would eat the candy and then stuff the wrappers on the back of the toilet. And eventually the toilet stopped working and my mom was like, what the fuck? Why on earth are there candy wrappers here? And I just told her that I was sneaking them and I cried and she was like, you're going to be so fat. You are going to be so fat and you're not going to be able to date people and no one's going to want to touch you and it's going to fuck up your skin really bad. And that just made me want candy way more. (laughs) And I don't think I was eating anything else at this point. I look back now with my relationship with sugar. And the more I dive deep into the energetics of the body. And how eating sugar, drinking alcohol, desserts, drugs, sex. They spring the pleasure within our body, our reward system. And there's healthy ways to incorporate this. And then there's ways to run away from your own sadness. And sometimes I'm still running away from my own sadness, but a way I feel like I've brought in healing to it is stepping into the power of knowing that I fucking deserve pleasure from myself, from nature, from other people, and that when I'm so full of pleasure, when my cup is overflowing of pleasure that I give to myself, I'm able to please my friends. I'm able to please my lovers, partners, I am able to touch the world more when I allow myself to be touched. One of the reasons, so if you're struggling with libido, it could be a lot of things. Or if you're struggling to orgasm, it can be a lot of things. But I want to focus on one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of us don't orgasm or that we don't feel even like having sex in the first place. I think sometimes we're not into sex because we can't get ourselves in the mood. And one of the reasons I believe we can't get ourselves in the mood is because we have part of our emotions locked up within us. To feel any emotion You must feel all emotions. I don't believe emotions are good and bad. I believe all emotion is necessary. And then we have the conscious ability to decide how we interact or react with emotions. I find this inability to experience pleasure or orgasm, or tap into the libido is because we're not tapping into all of our emotions and that we are scared of some of our emotions. So if you're someone 
who hasn't cried in years, it's going to be hard for you to come, possibly. But I specifically want to talk about anger and rage and sacred rage. If you have repressed anger in your body, which a lot of feminines and queer people do, because it hasn't been safe for us to express our anger in any way. And other people's anger has been weaponized on us and on our bodies. But if we're not tapped into our own anger, we can't tap into our own pleasure. It's a fine line between anger and pleasure. We can tell if we've been stuffing down anger in our bodies if we have tight jaws. Or if we've ever gone through life grinding our teeth in the sleep. Or if you find yourself just in everyday life subconsciously uh, squeezing your hands, like creating a fist, gripping, tightening our muscles. Anger creates us to be subconsciously tight. Uh, Tight is the opposite of sex energy. You want to release. You want to be in flow. I know there's so much talk about like having a tight vagina, a tight pussy, but really you want your whole body to loosen up, to surrender. To loosen up in your body gives your muscles the ability to tighten up when you want them to. And to use them as muscles. So tighten, release, tighten, release. But you can't tighten and release if you haven't released first. And we release in our body by relaxing our muscles. But it almost feels like if we have so much oppressed anger within our body, anger we've been shoving down for years. Some people don't even realize they're angry. They're just grinding their teeth and having a tight jaw and clenching their fist and getting pissed off in traffic or annoyed with everyone. And they don't understand why they don't like people, but they don't understand they have rage within them. Now, that rage can be transmuted as sacred rage. That rage can be fully felt and expressed and be a portal into our own sexual pleasure. And I can hear people be like, well, how, how, how? First, you have to name the rage. You have to call it. We're so afraid to say we're angry. And deeper than that, we're afraid to say why we're angry. And I feel like our anger is connected to not being seen, not being heard, not being touched or felt worthy of nurturing, physical nurturing, physical love. And or feeling like we weren't in control of our bodies and that people were taking advantage of our bodies or advantage of 
us in any way. There's other reasons why there might be anger, but I find the people who have deep stored anger in their bodies, it's usually connected to not feeling completely loved growing up or even right now or not feeling good enough to be heard or seen. So our bodies just get tighter in defense. It's like we're preparing our bodies for war because we're not feeling external sweetness from others. So how to heal it? One of the ways is just naming it. It can be a revolutionary act within when you can just say out loud, I'm angry. Because now we're adults and it's safe to be angry. And it might not have when we were a kid. I believe all of us have the capability of going within our bodies, within meditation, or out in nature, and just saying out loud, I'm angry. And this is why. If you're finding yourself um, not coming, not orgasming, if you're finding yourself like wishing you had more sexual energy, ask yourself, what might you be angry about? And nobody really has that answer for you. I don't have that answer for you. But I think your body does. Our bodies have all the answers. We can listen to doctors. You can listen to people like me ramble. But the truth is your body knows more than anyone is ever going to be able to tell you about yourself. Ask your body where the anger is. Ask your body why it might be angry. Now, there's physical manifestations of why we not may not be receiving pleasure. So nothing in our body is in its own department. It's all integrated. It's all connected with each other. What's going on with your kidneys affect your liver, affect your heart, and vice versa. And this is kind of how I look at sex, too. So if I'm working with someone who can't come or can't tap into their own sexual desires, I ask them how their digestion is. Are you pooping? Are you peeing? Is that normal? Because if you're having a fucked up digestion, you might not be able to bang right now. And our digestion is connected to feeling safe. Feeling safe is connected to our anger or being able to express our anger. If we don't feel safe, we shove down our anger and it makes us angrier. If we don't feel safe, it's hard for our body to digest the food or the environment in which we're living in. Digestion has a lot to do with absorption of nutrients. Nutrients. 
I see sexual pleasure as nutrients for our soul and for our body. So if our body's already experiencing this cycle of not feeling safe enough to absorb nutrition, not feeling safe to go to the bathroom. Um, So anyone who's experienced a lot of, of abuse, but even people who haven't experienced extreme abuse, if you've experienced some betrayal, like untruths, so people lying to you a lot as a kid or people not being totally straightforward about who they are. If you had a lot of experience is like that growing up, it might subconsciously, you know, this is all very subconscious. It might subconsciously feel hard to absorb the nutrients or the environment around you. So to bring healing to that, one way that I love is yin yoga. Because when we offer rest, we can digest. And this is all connected to each other. Rest is connected to pleasure. If someone is working 70 hours a week, they're not getting enough rest. Therefore, they're not going to experience sexual pleasure at the ultimate levels in which they could. Anger is probably going to store up in their body and it's probably going to be harder to absorb nutrients. So rest, digest, absorb. All of those create safety within the energy field around our body. It creates safety for our nervous system. If we grew up around volatile people or feeling like the shoe's about to drop or that we have to walk on eggshells, it's going to be a hard practice to rest. So yin yoga is a good option. Restorative yoga. I'll never forget like the first time I went to restorative yoga and they handed me pillows and blankets and I could just surrender. I had never just physically surrendered before. I was always on fight or flight and had extreme PTSD. The act to surrender our bodies into flow will help us with the more fun, orgasmic pleasures. And not creating environments to be pissed off. So really scan your body and ask your body what pisses you off and how can you clear that how can you release some of that how can you speak to it i recommend doing something physical like screaming it out loud or writing it or dancing it out or shaking it out of your body and to be pissed off hmm, pissed off This is important. So pissed off is an emotion. And they originally started saying pissed off. Like they, doctors, psychiatrists, I don't know which ones, both. Use the term pissed off for kids who wet the bed. 
because they explained, or even adults who wet the bed, they explained repressed anger can show up by peeing the bed because you're like subconsciously so mad you just like piss in your sleep. And it kind of sounds like bullshit, except I grew up with my little brother wetting the bed all the time. And he was so abused. And now my brother might not be a good example because he has some physical disabilities, but he would wet the bed and it was this abusive cycle where he would pee the bed. The adults around would scream at him or beat him for doing it or take his toys away or ground him for peeing the bed. And I remember going to a psychologist and telling the psychologist, which was mandated, by the way, after the CPS, Child Protective Services, took us away from our parents. It was such an extreme case of abuse and neglect that they mandated us to go to 10 appointments with a psychologist. And I did EMDR there. If you have repressed anger in your body or you don't feel like you can tap into who you fully are sexually, I love therapy. I love EMDR. It's scary. It's hard. I recommend it. Google it. When people get sex magic readings with me, we talk about EMDR sometimes. I see it as jumping timelines. Different than how I jump timelines in readings, but it rapidly helps you go through the trauma and heal the trauma. But it's very hard because you sort of re-experience some of the trauma. But I don't want to tell you too much about EMDR. If it feels like a calling to you in your body, Google it and talk to a therapist about it. But I remember going to the psychologist and telling her that I felt scared and traumatized about how my brother would get in so much trouble for wetting his bed. And she's like, oh, your brother is pissed off. And I was like, yeah, he's pissed off. And she was like, no, Lacey, this is a real thing. Um, Little kids, when they can't advocate for themselves, and even adults, when they can't advocate for themselves, and it's subconscious, they start wetting the bed. And you see it a lot in kids where their parents are getting a divorce or something's going on. Now, if your kid's wetting the bed, and I know a lot of kids wet the bed, don't freak out, but just know that there might be some ways in which you can talk to your kid about releasing some of their emotions A lot of kids and adults don't have words around what anger is for them and how to express it. We don't get taught it. So I feel like let's teach ourselves and let's teach the kids in the community and hold space for the kids when they just need to be pissed off. Or if they start wetting the bed, asking them really about their emotions and listening to them. Listen to kids. Listen. Listen to the kid that's still inside you because they have a lot to say, especially if you were a kid who had a bedwetting problem. If you were a kid having a bedwetting problem, ask yourself if you can experience sexual pleasure now and how 
And if there's any correlation, there might not be, but I think it's an interesting thing to ponder. And I go into this idea of being pissed off because the herbs that help heal sexual pleasure or lack of sexual pleasure, the herbs that are used as an aphrodisiac that heighten our pleasure, that heighten circulation in the genital regions, those herbs also help with being pissed off. So the herb I want to tell you about today is Daminia. Daminia. It's a shrub a bush. You can find it in Texas, Mexico, the Caribbean, and it's a shrub. And the Mayans and Aztecs used the shrub in sex magic to heighten pleasure for all genders. They used Dominia D-A-M-I-A-N-A, Demenia, Google it, as ritual of stimulation. I find it really interesting because I believe anger is a hindrance. Not that anger is a hindrance to sexual pleasure, because you can definitely tap into that shit and it can heighten your sexual pleasure. But repressed anger can weaken the sexual energy. So Dominia helps mood. It's a mood enhancer. It helps the body surrender and release some of this anger. So throughout this episode, you might have been asking like, well, how do I tap into the anger? Name it. Use herbs as support systems. You can use Dominia as a tincture. A tincture is a concentrate of the herb. There's ones based in alcohol, and then there's ones that don't have alcohol. I like the alcohol ones because to me it feels more potent. But Dominia is also really good for headaches. And if you're having a lot of headaches, that's going to fuck with your sexual abilities. And headaches are also a sign of dehydration, of lack of flow, and irritation. Irritation is a sign of repressed anger. So it's interesting what boosts our sexuality also heals these other ailments that are contributing. A lot of people use dominia to heal the digestion, to feel safe in our bodies. It brings nutrients to the stomach, to the spleen. So I think we can use Dominia or whatever herb suits you. I am not a doctor. I am not your doctor. I am an insane, sexual, shadow witch. Um, this is all suggestion. This is all what I'm doing. You consult your own body. You consult your doctor. You consult your nutritionist. Because there's some people who do not like Dominia. 
I do. I see it as potent. I have a relationship with it. I can talk to it. You can use Dominia to bring healing to the gut. To bring healing to our gut, that's our that's our intuition, right? So if we're having if we're struggling with digestion, something's going on with our intuition, and we're not feeling safe. And we can use Dominia as a ritual. I like to put some drops from the tincture into warm water and drink it and visualize it going down into my body. And I visualize it going into my stomach and healing my stomach. I see herbs as magic. I see the Dominia as magic and healing for the digestion. I see it telling my cells, cells in our bodies carry memory. My body is full of cells that were on alert that we're saying I'm not fucking safe. So the Dominia brings nutrition, brings support, brings magic and says, you're safe now. You can experience pleasure. And when you start to feel safe in the gut, it creates more circulation into the genitals. A cool way of uh, taking Dominia with a partner is, is to do it as smoke medicine. So you can do herbal cigarettes. Herbal cigarettes are not for everyone. Don't just try it if it doesn't feel right to you. Herbal cigarettes aren't always the healthiest thing to do. They can still fuck up your lungs. Um, but if you smoke and you like to smoke, you can mix Dominia with lavender, with mugwort, even with chamomile, um, whatever feels right in your body and roll it up as an herbal cigarette and smoke it with your partner and envision the Dominia increasing the circulation, increasing the blood flow in both of your bodies. Envision this flow, each of your individual flows coming together. Blood is creation energy. No matter what you're creating or what you're manifesting or who your partner is, envision the smoke filling the lungs and going through your blood. Lungs have to do with grief. So sometimes our repressed anger is connected to grief, feeling sad and feeling angry about not being able to express our own sadness so smoke can be healing for that if done responsibly whatever I'm not here to be responsible I'm here to help myself heal and for us all to fuck a little more and better but you can add herbs to it like mugwort, which enhances um, the dream space. And it's a protector. It's a psychic protector. There's people who claim um, to like have hallucinations with Dominia. I never have, but I believe it can happen. Some people like to just practice breathing it in and taking on some of its energy as a healer. Dominia is a healer. 
but it it can be poison to some people it can be toxic to some people not every herb is right for every body but i think dominia is fucking cool because of its mood enhancer of its ability to like go to the lungs of its ability to circulate the blood and really target this emotion of being pissed off let us scream out loud let us shake our bodies let us enhance the circulation in our genital region and let us know that we are so fucking worthy of experiencing pleasure it is my part of my mantra to know that I deserve to be eaten out, to know that I taste good, to know that even though my skin doesn't always look the way I want it to, and there's even parts I'm embarrassed about, that my skin still feels good to the right person or to myself. I honor the part within me that is tight, that holds on, that clenches its fist. And I honor the part of me that loosens up to another person's body, that gets wet and allows someone to enter my own energy. I'm here to create and I'm here to heal. And I believe so many of us are right now. Right now, it is the time of the healers and the creators. Even if you don't really feel like you are one, start bringing some of this sexual healing to yourself and watch how it starts reflecting in your everyday life. Let us open to pleasure. Let us receive And let us be fucking angry. Let us rid ourselves of this irritation and this pissed offness and like dance and shake into the release of flow. Because we deserve to be held by the divine feminine, even if it's just the divine feminine within us. I hope you all can please yourselves and your partners sometime soon and if it doesn't feel like now's the right time to please yourself sexually beyond masturbation we can please ourselves just by touching ourselves nicely by how we comb our hair or how we stretch in the morning We can please our partners by how we make them tea or give them kisses. If you're not ready to to do that right now, think of how you can be pissed off because to feel any emotion, we have to feel all emotion. I'm sending you guys all love and sacred fucking rage sacred fucking rage that transmutes into the ultimate sexual personal pleasure
for listening to Horror Pod Friends. If you want to book a reading with me, go to LaceyFree.com and you can book a superpower reading or a sex magic reading or a holographic healing session. If you liked this episode of Horror Pod, please like, subscribe, and leave me a review. You can find me on Instagram at LaceyIsFree Or you can hit me up at LaceyFree.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Mwah!